In my life, <laughs> I've had two pet turtles, and both of them ran away from home. All right. Successfully. <laughs> Wait, did, did this happen at the same time, or were there like... No, years apart. Oh. <laughs> years apart, both of them ran away. Yeah. That's um, great. Incredible stuff. Uh, uh, really makes you think. Welcome to Twig, everybody. <laughs> it's Funke, uh, and I'm joined by my friends. Woo! Yeah. Hi, that's us. Hey, Daniel. Poo poo pee pee, kaka doo doo. Awesome, Farouk. <sighs> cool, Malia. What a do, baby! Oh, it was very clear. Uh, Max? Fuck no, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, and you're listening to Twig, a monthly fireside chat from the editors of Plague. Play, 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 play. Underground. <laughs> the highest zine online. Oh my god, have you heard of Pug? Yeah, Can we say that? I have. Can we say that? Uh, are, we are we editing an uh, intro live? <laughs> is that what's happening? Like we're cutting together all these sound bites? Yeah. There's a sway in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. <laughs> this is incredible. Um, awesome. So uh, as we always started off, what have we been playing? What have we been watching? What is what is the gamers feeling right now? It's been a minute. Gamers stand up. Gamers stand up. Just stand up. <laughs> Just stand up. Nah, I would never. Uh, Malia, okay. what have you been playing? I watched, me and my roommates watched all of Euphoria, which <gasps> was. Oh, real? Um, I'm having uh, trouble with like shows set in high school. Just because, like, now that I've been and done high school, you know, we've all been through it. I'm mm-hmm. like. Getting to the point now where it's like been out of high school for longer than I've even I was even in it in the first place. Yeah. And like I I mean, I have trouble suspending my disbelief. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what you in know, what part of that show? Well, I mean, I I know and I knew like leading up to it because like entire season in like a week. So like I'd been seeing stuff online about euphoria for months already, and then I was like, All right, I have to, you know, and actually watch it um and the makeup looks are so good like there was the, was well worth the mm-hmm. hype for that and now i just i'm doing my makeup every day being like ooh, i'm like one of the girls on euphoria, it's like euphoria. <laughs> every day i wear blue eyeshadow i'm like oh my god i'm like jewels uh, <laughs> just like me <laughs> wow there she is just like me jewels, jewels is impact. as far as like uh that's basically the only so like thing I have in common with any of their high school experiences, and it's like it's like a comp- my only commentary is like it's a really compelling show and it's really interesting writing and like the soundtrack is really really good, but like I don't know I'm just tired of these really compelling stories being set in high school, you know like mm-hmm. the rest of the world is mm-hmm. so much more interesting and I feel like people just use like high school as this like scapegoat for where people see each other regularly you know mm-hmm. yeah that or you go into the real world and you have like workplace comedies and dramas mm-hmm. and there's like want to see a show that has this sort of compelling storylines that can be like about coming of age and about growth and stuff like that that 
aren't set in high school because then i think like it would actually resonate a lot more yeah let's make mm. it <laughs> honest <laughs> real shit 100 we went to high school together um i when i was watching euphoria i was like is this what high school is like for people like is was this similar to anyone's experience like yeah i mean yeah no like there were definitely aspects of it like our high school was like notorious apparently for its drug use even though i don't know maybe i was just a nerd but i didn't really get a ton of that um but yeah no that is a genuine question like is this what high schools like i mean i think there's also like also from being from a city like maybe they all have the same sort of like town and the people like it's just like so suburban and mm-hmm. I guess that's just something that we'll never be able to to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's that I also was just like, is this just like a fantasy high school thing? Like is this just like yeah. not like a real experience, but like something that people are like, Oh, like mm-hmm. this is what's going on. This is what I wish happened in high school or something. This would be a cool high school story. Yeah. But, it, yeah, exactly. Because I'm like the drug dealers parts, especially, I'm just like, what? God, Fez is so fine though. Like he's so <laughs> hot. The guy is that the guy who looks like Mac Miller? Yeah. Yes, he is. Okay. I'm just blown away that they cast someone definitely because he looks like Mac Miller. <laughs> no way. Are you? Do you think that? I think so. Huh. And it really weirds me out. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yeah, he's an interesting character. I love the way he speaks, I think, mm-hmm. the most. Come on. Yeah, I mean, he was a non-actor. Bro, get up. Really? I mean, yeah, I, he... I can almost tell. His story, his, Bro, story was, his story was he was literally, like, on the street of, like, New York, and some casting agent saw him and was like, hey, would you want to do this? And he was like, okay. He just, like, has a look to him <laughs> that people like. Yeah, he really playing. looked he looked like he uh, had like nothing Rule, else going on in his life. Yeah. <laughs> Rue, you need to get the fuck out. Rue, I'm not Rue. fucking playing. <laughs> Rue, yeah. go get ashtray and leave. <laughs> oh, so oh, sad. and another and another thing that really pissed me off in terms of continuity for the show. So I mean Cat's storyline. I mean, I don't want to go ahead and spoil it and everything, but like a big part of her storyline. I mean, it's been that comes out for a while. You can do that right away. Is that like I haven't watched it, guys? Oh, okay. Then you can't. But anyway, um, sorry, Daniel. Plug your ears. Or I'm going you to know, oh, you're actually saying it. Do it. I don't care about spoilers. Like throughout the season, throughout the season, Cat is like doing online sex work, and she's like doing sessions with people. And at the beginning, she's like trying to figure out how to get the money into her pockets, and so she decides to go with Bitcoin, and like <laughs> converting Bitcoin. And I'm like, you could just use Cash App or PayPal. <laughs> Like, do you nah, think this is made? Do you think this was made post Sesta Fosta? So like, she couldn't use those platforms for sex work anymore. Huh. Um, I genuinely think they're just trying to be like trendy. Yeah, yeah, because like I you can because it, it's it's a fictional show. They could have just done and it would have made more sense to do PayPal or Bic or yeah. Cash App. That's more yeah, believable. See, that's where I draw the line at reality yeah. in the show. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah. is PayPal. Yeah. They're really trying to ham it up. That yeah. that character also that like I've never felt so like oh this is weird that you you're describing Tumblr in a show. Also, mm-hmm. they're straight up the person from Tumblr. Yeah, they, that person had a Tumblr. They, I what saw them say? on my on my. They got canceled. Blog. They got canceled <laughs> multiple times. They got dragged all the Rare time. Rare got canceled. Tumblr. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, their URLs purples, right? It was it was like funkies, yeah, funkies or something. It was funky. Funky got canceled. It was me. Is it still up? Yeah, it was funkies. Wow, funkies, funkies. Yeah, it was just so weird though. Like that one sequence where she's like, and everyone bullied her in real life, but online she was a superstar. (laughs) And then she's like logging Mm -hmm. onto Tumblr, Mm -hmm. blogging. Writing fan fiction, I was like, all y'all are like, I feel so seen. I mm-hmm. honestly, it was beautiful. Yeah. I was like, go off. Really nice show. Um, damn. I'm trying to talk f- longer about it, but I don't, I don't want to. We should move on to someone else. What has anybody else been watching? We can do a Euphoria spinoff podcast some other time. Oh shit! Okay, no more Euphoria. Has watched it. Um. Yeah, Farouk, what you been playing or watching? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> fucking, I don't know. Like, nothing's really... I, it's been so long and since our episode, and I feel like all the shit I've seen since then, like, I'm, like, over it now. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, like, I guess in terms of games, I was replaying Sekiro a bit. I beat it. I got you an ending. It? Yeah, wow. I got an ending. That was cool. How did you beat it? I just played a lot. I take the uh, Jackie Chan approach to uh, hard games. What's so, that? So that? Jackie Chan, you know how he does all his own stunts and everyone's like, wow. Do you play your own games? No, he. so what he says, <laughs> well, yeah, but he's, what he says is uh, it's not that he's good at the stunts. It's that he's willing to try it 200 times till they get the one good take. And that's how I feel when I play these games. Like, I, it doesn't bother me that I die 500 times if I get the one. So I just kind of play, and then I don't get bored. I don't get tired of it, and then I beat it eventually. When you're playing, do you play for, like, with cheese? Like, What like, do you mean? Are you, are you cheesing the enemies? Like, in a corner, you're just, like, smashing them in the corner? Or are you like, all right, this guy's running at me here. I have to dodge and then hit. and then. Dodge. I'm like that because I also, like, for example, I think I had beaten the first boss, and then I was talking to Daniel, who I think had either just gotten there or hadn't gotten there yet. And you were telling me about how you already got the firecrackers. And I was mm-hmm. like, you, I haven't had firecrackers at fucking all. Oh, yeah. For I've just been playing yeah. this fucking game with a sword. <laughs> like, Yeah, I cheese that boss. At <laughs> Wait, which boss? Which but The bull? Uh, Genichiro. Yeah. Because you can use, um, you can use uh, firecrackers to make his horse, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Wait, that's yeah. not Genichiro. That's um. Oh, the. I can't fucking think. Gen- it's a the... Gilbu. 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 Yeah. My yeah. B. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So Gilbu like. Masataka. Funk. Yeah, Daniel. Like he already got the firecrackers, and I didn't even know you could get the firecrackers that early. I didn't get them. I was just using my sword. Ugh. It took me forever, and that's how I played the game. Like, cause I'm not really. I'm just like kind of playing it. Mm-hmm. I don't really look for like firecrackers sound like they'd be really helpful. I haven't gotten to really use them and then I beat the game because it just I just had a sword and I was like, okay, this is gonna take a while, but I got there. <laughs> so 
Yeah. I'm proud of I you didn't even know you could run in the game for a while. Huh? Stop. Huh? That was wow. exhausting. You're on one for that. Yeah, no, I beat I beat like so many bosses without knowing you could run and I was like, "Oh my god." You are nuts. Yeah, no, I have a like that's what I mean. Like I will literally sit there and just die over and over and over. And then one of the times where I just have a sword and I'm walking, <laughs> I finally do it. And then I realize I can run the next boss. I was like, oh, thank God. And then that boss is like piss easy to me in comparison. Because I can run. <laughs> like, of course. Yeah. But yeah, I feel good about beating it. So that's cool. Oh, my gosh. I'm actually so proud of you. I got to dust that game off. I don't even remember where yeah, I was. I really I like that game. Like, that's one of my favorite games I've played in a while. It's nice. It, yeah. it's, it's really nice. Like I, I don't know. It's I like that. I like the difficulty to an extent, but mm -hmm. I really can't do that for more than a, yeah. a small amount of time. That's that's just fair. Like, it's draining, right? Yeah. yeah it's fucking. I think it's. I think it's just like I've also like I've always been a fan of trying those difficult games, and I'm just like really happy to see such a like to me a drastic change from like Dark Souls to this. Mm -hmm. like in terms of like that style of gameplay like it feels so much more like the amount of movement that you have in Sekiro is just so much cooler and so much more gratifying yeah so like I prefer Sekiro over any of those games and any of the other Souls types games in comparison so like I think that really motivated me 1000 respect respect what uh what have you guys been playing Daniel um Daniel Max? I've been so busy with school and it sucks because i want to play games so bad yeah um so okay first okay the game game that i've been playing is tekken 7 me and my homies got tekken 7 and we've been grinding it out and it is so fun um but comboing in it just hurts because like it's not like a anime fighter or like a street fighter game where um like it's, it's just the movement feels so different and the face buttons control your limbs instead of like Weak punch, strong punch, weak kick, strong kick, or whatever. Okay. Uh, so it, it's some growing pains, but it's like the first fighting game that I've been willing to sit down and just grind out tech for like an hour. Uh, Ew. <laughs> I I know it's so weird. It's like, um, but like neutral game doesn't get you super far. I've found because like if you can't punish and like you can't take down the health bar, nothing matters. So, because each round is like a minute long, so okay. you can't really camp. Uh, I play Noctis. Uh, he's got like a really long sword. <laughs> so, the guy from Final Fantasy. Yeah, he's in it. Uh, there's some weirdos in there. There's uh, Negan from The Walking Dead. Um, yeah, uh, Akuma's in there from Street Fighter. Uh, and then I forgot. There's like some Neo Geo fighter character in there too. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it's kind of like Smash, but for big boys. Oh. In that way. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you've it's heard. It's kind of like Smash for people who hate woke culture. Yeah, oh. that's me. Okay. <laughs> I'm, okay. I love being woke, guys. Uh, <laughs> also, really? Do you? Do you? Can I just talk about Tekken? Yeah, you can if you want. Yeah. I guess. I do love, I love being woke. Okay. I Let's love all races. Cut to a clip <laughs> of Daniel being woke. <laughs> All right, thank you. We're back. Um, awesome. Another thing that's cool about Tekken 7 is that it's in arcades. So unlike Smash, I can actually like play that shit um, when I go out with my friends. And, like In between dark games, we get bored. We just pull up to the cabinet. Dark games? No, like like at the arcade that I go to, um, like I go with my friends a lot. And we just play darts. Like, you know, on the darts live machines or whatever. 
I've never, I don't know what a Dart Live machine is. It's so addicting. You got to go in there. You got to play 701 and just start throwing. It's like, in, like, are you saying like you literally just play darts? I like play darts. I play darts in real life. I got into darts it's because incredible. of um, the Yakuza games because there's like darts in there. And then I just went to an arcade and tried it. I can't <laughs> wait. So, I can't yeah. wait till next month and we're going to be like, what are you playing? Daniel is be like, Oh my god, I love Candy Crush. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. I love Darts sword fighting. I was playing yeah. Sekiro. And... <laughs> and now I'm killing people in real life. <laughs> um, But yeah, okay. Aside from Tekken, I've been playing some Apple Arcade games. Uh, Apple Arcade... I What is Apple Arcade? Eight. Okay, from my experience and to my understanding... Um, Apple Arcade is like a monthly subscription thing that you pay. It's like five bucks a month, and they get access to a whole library of cool Apple. I mean, ugh, cool games that you can play on all your Apple. Is devices. that se- is that separate from? Is that a separate five dollars from their new streaming service? I believe so. Yeah. Ugh. So like, okay. they've got a whole catalog of just streaming things, and it's. I didn't get PS Now because I don't like subscription based like game things. That you don't like, like games. I don't like games that much to pay only Candy like, Crush because you don't own the games. I want to own the games, um, but uh, That's what so the yeah. landlord would say. I am. <laughs> <laughs> don't cancel me. No, I feel you though. I feel you. Yeah, it's yeah. It, there's something. There's something good and gratifying about like owning it. Um, but yeah. Um, anyways. Th- there's like a really good library of stuff that's just up there. I don't like mobile games usually, but without ads and without microtransactions, they're actually kind of dope. Um, I just want to shout out three games I've been playing. Um, first one is Card of Darkness. It's by the people that did the art for Adventure Time, I believe. And it's what? like a... Yeah, it's really dope. It's a, it's a roguelike... Heart. I want to say Card of Darkness. Card that's what it's called. Of Darkness. Yeah, it's a it's a roguelike dungeon crawling card game, um, and I. How do I explain? This? So like you spawn on a like five by five grid. There's like five decks that you can choose from, and then you're trying to get to the other side of the grid where there's a staircase, and like dip, like monsters will pop up, weapons will pop up, um, and shit like that. And you're just trying to like clear um, decks or stacks of decks to get to the end without dying because you have health and you take damage and shit and it's really fun it's kind of hard uh i recommend it it's one of the only games that i play consistently because uh you can listen to music while playing it oh yeah uh, yeah you can listen <laughs> to pods because uh, all the other games they cut that shit out and it makes me very sad what yeah you can't what re- do you mean like all the other games like um the other games that i've picked up uh don't let you listen to music or like listen to a podcast while you're playing them. You have to listen to their music. Oh fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um I hate that. It's frustrating. Um You saying that made me think of something though. What's up? Imagine audio surf or like guitar hero, but for podcasts. <laughs> Can we make that game? Oh my <laughs> that sounds <God>. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone's definitely done that one. Yeah. Imagine playing for 45 minutes <laughs> for one song. That, that would be the best YouTube video I've ever seen. 
NPR. Just playing along to like Joe Rogan or some <laughs> shit. Ew, ew. <laughs> I'm gonna play the um Andrew Yang Joe Rogan interview oh. on my Guitar Hero guitar. Someone okay. who can upload, I, I'm sure some of those games you can upload your own music or something mm-hmm. to do. Someone please do a Twig episode <laughs> and send it to us. Please, please. 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 We'll play it. We'll play On I can't play those games at all. But someone I have will a guitar. Play I'll oh, play it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've got a Rock Band 2 guitar for the Wii that's like 10 years old. Oh. But I can <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, two more quick shout-outs. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Uh, I've also been playing What the Golf. Uh, what the Golf is <laughs> the only thing that I would like hugely recommend because it's um, it's like a you know a golf story for the Switch and yeah yeah like how it's like a it's like a RPG or like adventure game that just uses golf as a medium and like mm-hmm. you like walk around the map and you like clear puzzles and shit. Yes, that's what the golf. But then it also like does a bunch of weird shit that. Okay, I'll spoil one mechanic. Uh, it's like the opening thing. So like you, you get on the screen, or or you open the game and a little golf ball. You're on a course, and then there's a hole at the other end. So you pull back on the screen, and you shoot the golf ball, it goes in the hole. Next scene, you're a person, and then there's a little golf ball there, and you're holding your golf club, and you pull back, trying to trying to hit the golf ball into the hole, and then. The player, like the player character, is the thing that goes flying. The golf I know what game you're it. talking about. I yeah. saw, what? I saw the gameplay it's of this so game. Looks, good. That game looks hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like there are surprises around every corner with that shit, and like it's long too. There are so many puzzles to go through, and then there's different challenges that you can clear. Um, at there's like a big turn or like a big twist that happens, like. I want to say half an hour to an hour in that makes the game just so much more cool. Uh, again, I think it's best experienced like without any context. Yeah. Blind. You just got to go into it. Um, so yeah, there's that. And then finally, Assemble with Care. I think it, it's... I haven't played Monument Valley, but it's by the same devs. Uh, and it's about repairing stuff. It's like a really short 13 chapter, which each chapter takes like 20 minutes. Visual novel. If not 20 minutes, like 10, 15. Um, you're just repairing shit, and you're like what kind of really... shit? You... Um, like like cameras. Um, I think they got you uh, working uh, on an application. They got you working on an application. You, you're you you take a camera. You got to take it apart. You got to unscrew everything, and you got to replace the parts. You got to make sure everything's wired correctly, and it is the most gratifying thing because it's a closed system. There, the game isn't trying to trick you. So everything on the screen you're gonna use at a certain point, and. You can rotate everything so it feels strangely tactile, even though you're not, like, not touching it. And the story's just really sweet. It like explores our relationship with stuff. There's uh, a story to this one. There's a story as well, and it's really good. What was this um, game you, called? Uh, Assemble with care. Uh, it's very sweet. Um, yeah. So you you're this repair woman. You show up in a new town, and then you're bonding with other citizens in the town by repairing their shit. And then you watch the citizens in the town repair their relationships with each other through it. And it is so sweet. And I am so in love with it. I wrote about it for the digest. Um, I'm so uh, I would, for that patrons. I would like to preface what I'm about to say with that does sound really sweet. 
but also I can't wait till next month where you're like, so I start, I became an electrician this month <laughs> in real life and I do sword fighting and uh, I can't like, wait to see the electrician slash welder memes. I'm in an underground fighting ring. Yeah. Uh, I play darts. I became a dart. Somebody threw me into a wall. Uh, oh it was really gosh. gratifying. Your turn to die. Stop, stop. No. We're going to talk about that, right? Yes. Oh, I mean, I'm assuming, yeah, Funky was going to talk about it. I'm assuming. Okay. All right. Well, I'm done. Um, Apple Arcade, uh, first month free. I'd say dip your toes in, try out a few games, and make sure to cancel those subscription before the month is over. Thank you. Unless you really like what you're playing. I don't know how monetization works, but I think like the games that get the most plays get the most money. Uh, so if you got free time and you want to get other people money, just play all the games. Hmm. Yeah. Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade. I don't even have... I don't know what to download on there. But I think I, I'm glad you gave me Rex because, I don't know, I feel like playing games on my phone feels weird as fuck. And I try it every single time Nintendo makes a, a mobile game, but then after a week I just like fall off. I don't know how you guys do it. Like okay, okay. Those so mobile games tiny. suck. Those mobile games suck. <laughs> These ones don't have ads. They don't have microtransactions. They're not trying to like steal your money. They're just games that are on your phone. <laughs> What's better than this? What's better than this? Just <laughs> games on your phone. Uh, games being phones. Cause like I. I've played a handful of like gotcha games and I hate all of them. I hate the tutorialization. I hate how they like take the steering wheel away from you to like show you everything. But it's the same thing every time. So if you play two gotcha games, you get it. But yeah. they still do it anyways. And then they give you ads and uh you have to play on Wi-Fi and you have to constantly update that shit. Uh yeah. I mean, all Candy Crush is still the best mobile game of all time. So That's also true. Yeah. I don't know why we're why were we even debating it? <laughs> they should put Candy Crush in the Apple Arcade. So yeah, Funke, just play Candy Crush. Like, what are you doing, bro? I don't know why we're debating it. What yeah. do you mean? I mean, you're talking big talk for a person that's played Angry Birds. Ooh. Hmm. Who, who are we who talking about? Who are you about? talking about? Yeah. <laughs> is, this, is this an accusation to me? Because I'm so confused. Matt just like Angry Birds hook. is the best game of all time. Oh, you think? Oh, it's Angry Birds versus Candy Crush. Guys, oh, don't yeah. delete Flappy Bird off your phone. Don't <laughs> delete Flappy, Flappy Bird. Bird. Oh, my, God. my phone oh, my has God. two hands, guys. <laughs> oh my God, you're so right. Oh, I have a question. <laughs> one of those you have a question. What's up? <laughs> if you never deleted Flappy Bird but got a new phone, but it was still in your like downloaded apps, could you re-download it onto different devices, or was it just like gone, gone? <laughs> I want to say it was knows. gone, gone. <laughs> Only Jossie knows. Jossie died with that secret. <laughs> Man, why did we have to do a podcast where we made one of those jokes? we got to cut that part out. Yeah, oh my, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He made the tweet. He made a tweet <laughs> saying, don't delete Flappy Bird. Oh, he did? Yes, oh, he did. Yeah. yeah, he did. He really made it. That's or you I can't mean. get it back. Don't yeah. delete Flappy okay. Bird off your iPhone or you can't get it back. Yeah. <laughs> He did. He did die. With, he took that to his grave. <laughs> he, <did. laughs> he took it. Those Josses and all. In in his casket is his iPhone with Flappy Bird on it. <laughs> He's playing Flappy. I'm Bird alienating an entire demographic of our listeners. If you look, oh man. 
playing flat. So many of were also Josh Jose fans. Did you just say Harambe? Oh, He's Why? playing Flappy Bird with Harambe. Yeah. He's playing Flappy Bird with Harambe. Stop. That's not the answer. I think that's really you disrespectful. I think that's really disrespectful because there's no way Harambe is in hell. <laughs> I mean, Harambe's in God heaven. Um... Ja didn't make it. Yeah. Job, Who's to say that Harambe isn't in hell right now? <laughs> yeah, you actually don't know that monkey. He grabbed that kid. <laughs> That's fair. He might. They might both be in hell. He's a killer. The they might both be in hell. Well, the kid didn't die. Hold on. <laughs> Let's not throw words he around here, kill. y'all. All intent to, intent to kill. kill. Attempted yeah. murderer, Attempted not murderer. successful. <laughs> he ain't it. shit, bro. He didn't do it successfully. You still got charged <laughs> with attempted murder. That's fair. So, can you charge a monkey? <laughs> gorilla. I'm gonna ask. <laughs> right, gorilla. I'm being very. I'm disrespecting to all the gorillas and Jose fans. I've alienated all of them. Right. Now. I hate this bit so much. <laughs> I'm surprised we riffed this far. It's really good. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Um... This sucks. <laughs> Sweet. Um, I've been playing some video games. Uh. I played. Thanks for asking. Thank you, everyone, for asking. I know you all care about what I was playing. Uh, I was playing uh, Your Turn to Die with a few of you, mm-hmm. um, which is how do I even describe that game? It's like Danganronpa. Big Danganronpa. Brother. It's like Danganronpa. Uh, 999. 999. Yeah. It's like you're trapped in a basement and these people are all with you, but who can you trust? And who are these people? And who are these people? What are their personalities? Blah blah blah. blah. And someone's trying and to. Who's sus? <laughs> and and what? Who is sus? Yeah, who's sus is a big one, but that's everyone. Um, and at the end of each uh, session or whatever, you have to vote for someone to die. Um, and continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've been playing that game. I'm pretty bad at puzzle games, so I'm glad that I've had the support of you guys um, and okay. Trevor. Trevor was a big Lotus Plaza, who we'll be talking about later. Um, <laughs> Trevor, Lotus <laughs> really, Plaza. they saved me so much. Like I almost killed a few people that should not have died. Uh, and Trevor's like, don't do that. And uh, they're right. <laughs> they're I think right. that's how the president's cabinet works, too. <laughs> Yeah, the president. Is I almost killed game. so many people who shouldn't have died. Thank you, housing guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know why, but that game just like it is so. I don't even know. It's it's made an RPG maker, but it feels like a real ass game. I've never like played an RPG maker game because I feel like I just I I wouldn't get into a lot of them. But this one, just the premise, I've I've played and watched things like this before, so I know what I'm getting into. But they do stuff, which I'm writing about this for the Digest, but, like, they do this thing where you're talking to a character. Uh, There's this one scene in in particular where, like, you pick up something that you're not supposed to have. uh, And you pick it up, and then someone, like, sees you pick it up. I don't know if they see you. They just, they're like, hey. You think. Yeah, they're like, yeah. They're like, hey. And then the background, like, goes black. And then it's just the character sprite on screen. And he's like, did you pick something up right there? <laughs> and, and, and I'm just sitting there like, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I did. And I, I, just, I just did not know what to say. And I was sitting there like fucking scared out of my mind. And I'm like, how did they do that? How did they like elicit that emotion out of some like fucking sprite 
and a, a box, a text box right there. Um, yeah. But I don't what do you say? What, what did is... you say? What did I say? Um, yeah, sorry. Just I'm curious. Cause... Well, yeah. So, <laughs> um, spoiler alert. I don't know. It's not really a big thing. I don't know. It might be. But watch as Just skip ahead 10 seconds. But the, the card I picked up was like, hey, if you tell anyone about this, you will die. Oh, no, no. What did you say? Because oh. I got to – that's in the hidden room, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I said, um, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't the, worry. No. And, and then the guy was like, <laughs> hmm, gotcha. And then just we walked away. <laughs> and it's that kind of shit where I'm like, what is he thinking? Yeah. Like, what and is he saying? that game stays creepy from the start, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I, uh, I, I couldn't even trust my own friend. Like in the Joe, schoolyard, that Joe, guy that, that, was so sus. Joe, Joe walks up to you. He's like, "It's it's pitch black at night. You're like, oh my god, I have to walk home now. Why was I at school so late? And then someone is like just standing in the darkness. It's some guy, some guy. And he's like, "Oh hey, it's me, your best friend Joe. I just, <laughs> I just walked from my house at 10 p.m. to like walk to school and meet you here. Hey, I didn't text you. I'm not gonna kill you." Um, <laughs> Very weird. I, I don't know. The energy is like so interesting because I feel like mm-hmm. Danganronpa, uh, it, it it has, it doesn't have the freedom that this game has because it's mm-hmm. like an RPG maker game made by like a person or a team, a small team. I don't know. I think it was just one person who was making this. Did you guys check it it up? But uh, I d- I don't know the details. Yeah. Um. I don't know. But just like. This guy's weird. Like, I don't even know what this guy's thinking. I don't know what to, to even guess. Because the turns that happen, I really am just sitting there like, what the, why the fuck did you do that? Like, right? I, I can't believe that. Like, that photo, like, why are you sharpening your pencil while the teacher's talking? Like, that emotion, <laughs> just like, are you actually doing this right now? <laughs> I don't know. I um, The pink I, room? The pink room? Can I with oh, a, the, my. With oh a, my god! What mm-hmm. a lot of stuff happens in the pink room where I'm just a like, lot more stuff happens. Stuff been happening in the pink room. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not a fun time, but I I love the intrigue. It really feels like, I don't know, like like you're watching just a scary movie, but it's so much more intense, especially with the timer. Uh, and they also have this like cool. I love games where it's where it's all about like narrative and talking. But they make it. They kind of gamify it in the same way that like, uh, Life is Strange does in Before the Storm, uh, where they make like make make a debate system where like you can shoot down people's arguments, and like poke holes at the weakest points they have to progress, which is really fun. Um, and yeah, I feel like my, I don't know. I've played a lot of games recently where it's just like, here's the good option, here's the bad option, here's the like ambiguous option you can choose. And this one, I'm just like, I don't even know, like, how these could be read. Like, I, uh, th- these characters are all so weird that they would take this all in a different way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's 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 really cool in that sense. Yeah, the way morality functions in that game is very interesting. <laughs> it is. It is. Shout out Shansu. Um, yeah, shout out. <laughs> but yeah, I think he would be stumped. He would. If you found a card on the ground. Yeah, he'd, <laughs> he'd be like, he'd be like, okay, I solved the morality thing wallet but i don't know how to tackle this yeah you know yeah a crazy game uh it's not even done yeah like he's the person who's making it is still creating yeah. it and they're just oh no no it. i think it's made already in japan but then there's translating it and that's yeah. i still don't think it's finished though in japan is it not no that well, is interesting. because well, like chat so for anyone who doesn't know like 
the first two chapters are out and you can play them and the third chapter is coming soon and that's the final chapter but it's not out yet oh that's qu- there's only three chapters there's yeah. gonna the third chapter is the final obviously we i mean chapters huh um we Sorry, don't know we how long all that okay. we don't know how long the third chapter is gonna be but uh it's the final one so yeah, we we'll gotta see. we gotta finish that shit. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm I'm still like at the edge of my seat, and it gets yeah. scary. It actually gets so. Scary. Does it get worse? Uh, yes, there's j- yeah. like jump scares. Oh, uh, mm, well, ah! I mean they're not re- like they. You can tell it's coming up. Mm-hmm. You can tell it's oh, coming okay. up. So that's when you like put your hand over the I screen put my hand or up. lower the window. Trevor did not put their hand up. I I saw it coming. I, I didn't say anything. I should have <laughs> said something honestly, but. They were just like, ah! Um, I was like, shit. Like, I was so glad I didn't see that shit. A hundred. Um, we keep going. It's a fun time. Bruh, are you seriously <laughs> talking while the teacher is talking? Death. Death. <laughs> um, I want to talk a bit more about Trevor. Uh, friend of the show. Yes, Fam- please. Explain this. We- <laughs> you need to explain what happened to me. Tre- Trevor is uh, a great person. Trevor's at on Twitter is Lotus Plaza. Yes. And uh, and recently they've been they've been feeling that they didn't want to use Twitter as much, and they spoke to us and a few mm-hmm. others. Does anyone want to want to explain? So the story of the multi influencer. So basically, Lotus Plaza Trevor... Incorporated. Yeah, Lotus Plaza Inc. Basically, Trevor gave, like, I want to say 14 people their Twitter account. Oh, my God. Just, like, the login. And then we made it. Yeah. Yeah, So 14 people had access and could tweet whatever they want. Mm -hmm. And, of course, it's not. I still have 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 access. So so did all four of you get the password? We were all on it. We were all on it. So on top of that of course it's not our own twitters nobody who's on it is their own twitter so it's like no rules like we feel no consequences because it's not affecting us so we're tweeting anything and it is pretty some of the tweets are pretty horrifying honestly yeah. we got up to like 50 we're getting interactions yeah and then yeah we, so many tweets went viral so quickly because we were tweeting just anything we were throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks and like within like and, three days we doubled trevor's yeah. follower oh, count but it was it was after a while we stopped making original stuff because all the like because we were tweeting about pussy a lot like that was a brand for a little while yeah and so after that we just started stealing tweets and that started getting us the real interaction yes well <laughs> one thing that i noticed as an observer is like just with this hive mind that that was on their account is like and everybody was i guess posting like their favorite viral tweets there was some shit that i feel like i hadn't seen in years it's probably been approximately four and a half months since it went viral but it felt like years Mm -hmm. just like seeing all this stuff that was and i was like oh these are actually hilarious jokes and it's just to see what like stuck in everybody's mind as like oh this is a banger tweet i'm gonna repost it on trevor's account yeah. <laughs> like that was, on lotus claws like that was something that was really interesting to see yeah it was a social experiment that's beautiful i didn't yeah. even think of it in that yeah. in that sense yeah. i thought more like like the part that jumped out to me was like just seeing seeing how often we tweeted and how it just worked. <laughs> 
Like just like, <laughs> like I would never tweet that much on my account. I tweet like three yeah. times a day max. I try. <laughs> But that was like, brah, 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 brah. We, it felt like we were. The anonymity gave us power. It was spotlight. Yeah. It felt like yeah. spotlight. Um, I like, I like the little games of like who tweeted what. Like, yes, those were the best parts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would make a tweet about pussy, and then someone would be like, "Is this Megan?" And I'm like, "No, it was me. I can make them too. <laughs> Come on." But so I'm funny. <laughs> you've talked because has trevor now taken back their account they've always for had personal access. use they've yeah. always had access we but still so have we're in a huge group you still chat have access the 14 other people mm -hmm. on it yeah trevor just like doesn't care we're <laughs> just on there they were tweeting normally too while yeah. we were all on like <laughs> tweeting about pussy they would shit. tweet their normal trevor <laughs> things meanwhile we were doing this and everyone was in a group chat with their own personal accounts yeah so that we could all like I guess coordinate. Yeah. <laughs> like, coordinate yeah. shopping tweets, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And we basically formed Brockhampton. to leave uh, Lotus Plaza officially just left today. So are you well, serious? two people left. Two people Didn't left. Ha two leave? people left. Oh, ha left. I mean, and Preet. Ha lost her phone. Wasn't that way? Well, yeah, but then she got it back, and then she left like today or yesterday. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Did they give their reasons for leaving? Was it just like social experiment has finished? This Harvard University social experiment has now concluded. <laughs> I think. It, I yeah, mean, I think certain people just got bored or tired of it. We ran out of gas. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we're still chilling on there. Like we could yeah. do it and keep going. I drove. I mean, Trevor. Drive to Lotus Plaza. <laughs> or they can just change their password, and then. Yeah. Yeah. Again, but... I don't think they will though. Yeah, I, it it doesn't seem to bother them, so we're just yeah. chilling, still kind of going, <laughs> just vibing on the Lotus Plaza. Yeah, they're literally my next just question. Vibing. Yes, my next question was, had have there been any real life problems that you know of because of this takeover? <laughs> oh no, Trevor. Trevor told us any repercussions. That, Trevor told us that people <laughs> they know IRL like interact, like met met up with them in public and was like, "Hi, is something wrong?" Yeah. <laughs> Like, some people thought something was wrong. Like, people were like, oh, is Trevor having a breakdown on, on pub in the yeah. public? And ever, and then it was like, oh, no, it's just 90 people have access to the we, Twitter and are we, saying whatever they want. We got a lot of messages. We got a lot of DMs like, hello, are you okay, Trevor? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of replies, too. We. <laughs> a lot of people were very concerned. <laughs> Customer support. Yes, we're like, okay. Everything is okay at Lotus Plaza. Like, relax. Yeah. I feel like we made it clear a handful of times. We like, said so many times, there's 10 people here. We are 12 people. Yeah. On our personals, we, we tweet, like, something team. about being on Lotus Plaza, and then we retweet it from the Lotus Plaza account. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And still, people Yeah, were people would be questions. like, Trevor, are you okay? And someone would reply, like, oh, we're fine. That's not weird. <laughs> have conversations with ourselves i'm dead yeah we would someone would reply from trevor's account to trevor but it's two different people <laughs> that's so, kind of weird so good literally so good we did a lot of good work there quite honestly yeah yeah um and i i want to do more experiments like that i feel like we yeah. have fun we have fun making accounts or like doing doing things not on our main account. Like yeah, I have a lot of fun with uh, I would simply yeah, that was <laughs> a good one. I mean, it still is. Yeah, still it still is. Is. I, I think we stopped for a while, but I 
recently i've just been back on it it's so fucking that's fun to do it is like that's fun you just don't want to i don't want to roast but funky i know you i don't want to expose you or anything but didn't you have that project where you tried to make like a tweet deck account i did i did I feel like <laughs> lotus plaza is kind of like what that is that was supposed to be, be yeah. like, it was the precursor yeah, like it's that realized, so, I think. Yeah. 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 And I think you know the reason I didn't speak about this when I stopped using the account, but the reason it didn't succeed is because there were no pre existing connections. Like I was just a robot. I was just yeah, going. Exactly. No, so I think no one you, you gotta you start need, from somewhere. You need to have, yeah, some sort of interaction at all. And then I think mm-hmm. you can Yeah. It's like a vampires aren't just born, you become a vampire. You get bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get bit. I picture it more like, you know, when, like, bugs, co- like, all collaborate into becoming, like, one giant bug. Like, you see those, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the rat. I'm sorry, what, love? Connect their tails. Or, yeah, the rat. The rat. Yeah, the, the rat, rat king. I'm yeah, just thinking, like, a king. snowball rat rolling king. down a hill, you know? The snowball, like, it picks up a lot more snow and then it just becomes really big, you know? Just These are all whole... great analogies. Yeah. Amazing visual metaphors. Or it's kind of like a katamari. You roll it yeah, up, yeah. then you make a ball. That's it. Exactly, yes. Take a knife and drain your life. <laughs> All right, Take that's... a knife, drain your life. But uh, what I was going to say also, <laughs> after seeing the success of Lotus Plaza, I was like, shit, I'm ready to give all of y'all my Twitter. Like, fucking go crazy. Oh, Are yeah. you down, actually? Please, yeah, Are sure. You? I would love to see oh what gosh. people I, I know so many in person tweets. would say. We just steal all of our loaded closet <laughs> tweets and put them Again. on the Again. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> We're geniuses. What you're yeah. doing is just more organically tweet decking. Yeah, basically. And yeah. we have we have ranted, we have vented about the just sacrilegiousness yeah. of tweet deckers. I feel ethical like tweet decking is the new way. <laughs> so, I feel like... Yeah. I don't know if what we did was ethical, like, but I'm going to call it ethical. I think we snapped mentally... Um, and all just became became everything we despise because nothing matters online. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's fair. That was a well, bar. Tweet deck, ethical tweet decking is a good name for the episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was literally putting. I was literally putting potential podcast title. <laughs> <laughs> ethical tweet decking is the new wave. I yeah. I just. I don't know. I I I wanted. The, there's a moment in the chat where. We all were like, yeah, fuck it. We collectively realized that it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. it, nothing does. Like, we get TL so mad over people too. stealing things. Yeah. 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 We, we get so mad over people stealing tweets. And then we were like, wait a minute. Who fucking cares? Yeah. <laughs> and it worked. Anything. Really? And oh. okay, the, my favorite one is the one where you set yourself up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can we just... Yeah, I think I think I realized that those ones really always do numbers. Those ones where it's just like two people, because people I think mm-hmm. get their guards down. They're just like, oh, yeah. this can't be fake. Like yeah. people just... can't coordinate to yeah. people can't coordinate. <laughs> two people can't coordinate. That's there's too two, much for the internet. There's two, there's <laughs> two of them. It's real. Um, yeah, and there's so many people. I want to tell you that for like weeks, we're just like those are called roly polies. Like, <laughs> thanks. <sighs> I I can count how many times we have made that tweet and <laughs> so, so many much interaction. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Oh yeah, sorry. I'll describe the tweet. Um, 
Can someone can someone be the quote tweet for me? Sure. Uh, sure. So could uh, we all be it? I posted the <laughs> I posted the image of uh, a roly poly like a pill bug. Um, no bug. I thought they were potato bugs. Potato bugs. Pill what did y'all used to call these girls? Literally up? doesn't matter. That's the point of the, the post. <laughs> the caption is what y'all used to call this growing up. Um, and uh, and yeah, and then someone quote tweets it and says, Snack. These bitches used to be bussing. They used to think I was in the grass playing hide and seek, but I was really in the corner eating these MFs. So it's a really great, tasteful tweet. And people just love it. What were the numbers? Let's read out the numbers here. It was good, clean, fun. That is yeah. the definition of good, clean fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Snacks. <laughs> so the, the quote retweet on Lotus Plaza got 12.7K retweets, 66.6K wow. likes. <laughs> <laughs> what the original tweet has. I wonder. I mean, Funke's, Funke's original is 115 retweets. 1.3k original like the like the tweet that you rip this from this is this is is the original now this is the original Uh, if y'all google (laughs) the whole tweet trevor's twitter is the one that shows oh my gosh no way followed by brian milkshapes actually (laughs) (laughs) our whole timeline has this See, my only concern is, like, I've gotten, like, four lectures this week on plagiarism in class today, <laughs> and I feel like you you all should be so grateful that, like, there is such weak, like, <laughs> virtual intelligence intellectual property laws, because all y'all would be guilty. Listen, I could get locked up. We're victims of it on a daily basis. Yes. I can tell you how many times I've seen my votes be like meme reposted on another website again and again. I am being hurt by the system yeah. and I demand my We're reclaiming. Yeah. I was the original Stuart Little hater, so like these I are reparations. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know if we um describe the actual numbers of, of the stats we got on Trevor's camp, but for Im- for impressions and engagements on the on the pill bug tweet on my account, it was 195,000, 100,000. Uh, Jeez. Yeah. And then on Trevor's, it was like a million. It was actually nuts. <laughs> Wait, like, that's wow. a what? <laughs> it went from uh, like Trevor's inter- like recent thing went from like 1,000 or whatever to literally 3 million in three days. I, Wait, <laughs> I sent the chart. Remember, I sent. Yeah, the chart. You yeah. Did send the chart. I do remember that. I, I couldn't believe those numbers. I went to school like just scratching my head, like, what the? It's literally <laughs> that easy. <laughs> what? Wait, fun Pretty incredible. Yeah. I have another question about interaction. Mm-hmm. So you made a tweet <laughs> with <laughs> you made a tweet with an N word in it. Yeah. <gasps> Don't explain. Oh what my happened? god, that killed me. <laughs> I do. I, I was there I, when it happened. I do. I really do. Um, so I I don't even remember where I found the image. Where did I see it? I don't Who's know. In, I saw this image of, of uh the Chancellor Palpatine from <laughs> Star Wars. Star, Star Wars. <laughs> um and he was posted up like in a, such a funny stance and I was like Oh man, like this is how this is how niggas pose on Instagram, <laughs> and I posted that up, and I already was it was it was a few minutes I think, and no one liked it or whatever. 
I was like, damn, this shit sucks. Uh, and then we were talking and we we're like, I'm literally just going to repost this. Who said it? Daniel? <laughs> I think yeah, it's Daniel. I, yeah, because I really wanted to like the post. Because, okay, the image came from a Bernie Sanders uh, <laughs> meme video on Tumblr that Funky <laughs> sent me. Yeah. Um, That's with a bunch so of like, lookalikes. It's so important. Uh, and then, yeah, Funky made that tweet. And I, I didn't want to like the tweet because it had the N-word in it. And, yeah. <laughs> and, I think that... But but the thing that you said, I think it was I it was earlier after you were talking about Canadian politics and how they have to tweet in two languages. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was just you like, were you were code switching. That's you what you were doing. You said that sentence to me, and it literally kept pulsating in my mind. I was like, wow, like they do have to tweet twice. Um, so I tweeted the same exact tweet another time, but I changed the N word to dudes. All caps. <laughs> and the numbers here, let me read them out. Impressions uh, from the one with the N-word, 2,862. The one with dudes, 22,759. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. So I got so funny. I think that they immediately shadow ban the N-word from people's timeline. I will argue against that. I think it's just because less people are liking, less people are retweeting to share it's just staying low there's a huge Mm -hmm. contingent of twitter users i feel like i can include myself in it and daniel fully just said that he was too like that like try and limit the amount of tweets with the n-word that you like if you're not black (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh you have a there's a quota i don't have a quota i just there's not a quota (laughs) i just know it's like just a racism quota It's not, it's not racism, but like, it's, you know, sort of people that it's like, you gotta let you, you can't, you just can't, you know, you realize your limitations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I was, I was having a discussion today um, with another friend about it who, who doesn't know really that much about Twitter, doesn't really care, but was really intrigued by this. And I was talking, I was like, I think I'm fine personally with people liking my tweets with the N word. It's the retweet where I'm like, huh? Mm-hmm. If you're if you're if they're non-black, obviously. Um, oh yeah, I totally agree with that because I consider a retweet something like you can it, a like a fave is laughing at someone's joke. Yeah. But a retweet is like repeating it. That's like lit- I picture that person <laughs> yes. repeating yeah, it because it goes onto your profile, it, so it's I, like, haha, this is me. How I described it, yeah, it was basically along the lines of that. I was like, if you like my tweet with the N-word, that's like, that's like you giving me props. Like, just giving me props. I'm like, yeah, respect. If you are retweeting it, like, that's your virtual voice. Like, that is literally you virtually, yeah. like, saying it. It feels like, feels weird. Same with, like, saving memes with the N-word in and sharing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think it's so funny when yeah. they had to, like, uh. change it to say dudes in, like, Instagram or something. That is its own yeah. form of humor, though. Like, yeah, I don't even know if they find that fun. Like, it, us, that's <laughs> hilarious. Like, saying dudes. It, <laughs> Have you seen the one where they redid the whole tweet in, like, non-AAVE? No. It was crazy. Like it was like it was like it was like like you see the original tweet and it's like said a certain way and it's the exact same photo trying to say the exact same thing, but it's like the most like formal language for the joke and it was posted on Instagram and it was like wow. This is incredible. Shit. I the numbers just make me think. I don't even know. Like I don't give a shit about like 
regular tweets anymore. It's just stuff like that where I'm like, how do you people use social media? Like, <laughs> y'all really could have made, you could make any of these tweets do numbers and you choose collectively what to do numbers. One time, one time, I think Funke and I were talking about it and we were talking about the divide that exists between people who like see jokes originally on Twitter and Tumblr and the people who see them on Instagram best of accounts and like reposting accounts. Mm -hmm. And from what I recall, Funke basically said that people who see stuff, the people who see stuff on Instagram are still in the cave. Like he used the cave Play allegory. Plato's cave. Plato's cave. Oh so my God. The people that see it on Instagram are like seeing the reflection against the wall whereas people on twitter are actually seeing the source of light who said oh my god oh my god if you feel enlightened the feeling is shared yeah i mean it's true and it's also it's like if if those people were discussing the same thing with each other like i i'm sure all of us have like a tweet mm-hmm. you that your friend has seen on Instagram um, that mm-hmm. you saw on Twitter like a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not even like I don't know. I'm like I, I think I've grown <laughs> since then. I've been like, OK, whatever. Like people see things at different times. It's still funny that like yeah. information travels mm-hmm. so fucking slowly still like, <laughs> like certain yeah. things like like joke information tra- like I was so rapidly on Twitter, but then like on a different engine and a different like playing ground, it's just like, mm-hmm. I, I, like I don't know the the levels of what's funny and like what and and when it's funny, it's just like I I can't switch my brain into Instagram mm-hmm. mode, and I never I don't think I'll ever <laughs> be able to. The funniest thing to me is when someone shows me Funky's tweet on Instagram. <laughs> Sometimes that happens to me too. It's so yeah. weird. <laughs> someone sent me um like one of my close friends sent me you know the um the tweet where you posted like the two animals with like surrounded by fruit and you like which one yeah that one hit on the on the platform someone dm'd me that (laughs) sorry they dm'd you that like this is funny or this is your friend right no they dm me like this is funny just not knowing you at all and i had to do a double take you know yeah (laughs) i got the uh the what's it called the roly poly one actually <laughs> like, not, the with the, not with the snacks not with the snacks just straight up what did y'all used to call these growing yeah. up on someone's instagram yeah. they were genuinely oh asking the question oh <laughs> the ones i always see are always like people sending me trevor and megan's tweets uh. and then i'll like i was having a conversation with a friend of mine i know i the other day and they showed me a meme and i was like oh that's megan and they were like, wait, how do you know Trevor and Megan? And they were like referring oh, to them. Like, I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> like, I'm just friends with them. I don't know what to say. And, and then my friend was like, oh, my God, I've been following Megan for years. She's so funny. Oh and I'm like, God. I'll let her know. I don't know. <laughs> like, well, again, it's because then you're sort of bridging that divide between like real life and online. And like sometimes some of my like school friends, like people that I actually see because like because i guess you know just like the algorithms on twitter you like see stuff that other people have liked like sometimes i'll just be like looking through one of my like school friends profiles and then i see like one of you guys's tweets like any of the four of you like daniel's tweet, like farouk's people just like show show up like retweeted on someone's profile and i'm like how do you know them and then i'm like wait you don't have to know them yeah. <laughs> that's the yeah. whole point yeah 
we like mind fuck. There have been some bangers too uh, from Montreal, from from your from your circle down there. So it's just all these like little like inter communities are so strange to like think about and like the interactions that everything gets. It's so ooh, so weird. Yeah. It honestly just like I I be thinking about that for far too long. I'm like, what is like, I don't know. We're always so connected to these shits, and mans don't know each other, and mans do know each other. What? It's so weird. I, I I don't know. I and then when people like send things that are reposted, it's like so like for Instagram specifically, that should happen so much later that I'm like, I some, sometimes I'm even over my own thing like. I don't know. If you guys, when when you tweet shit out, like, do you hate it right after? Um, no, no. <laughs> I stand by what I tweet. I think I think I I tweet when I tweet something. I'm like, this is good. Mm. Like I I I the reason I tweeted it is because I think it's really good, and I actually get a little disappointed. I'm like, this was good. <clears throat> I you know I you're like, oh, food. this one's gonna hit. This one's really gonna hit, and then it gets like four likes, and you're like, all right. Yeah, well, that's. <laughs> No one respects my genius. The ones that hit are the the test of time are the ones that are the shittiest ones. Like always the dumbest. Sometimes be hitting like pandering to your audience (laughs) too too hard. You live me (laughs) six. Yeah, and then and then that gets screenshot and posted to Instagram. People like dead, like fucking (laughs) killing me. Shut up, bro. (laughs) I posted that two weeks ago and I hate it, and it's not funny to me anymore. (laughs) <laughs> that's so funny ugh, ugh. social media um that, that, that was such a log lotus plaza segment but i think it deserved it I we got it to the heart of internet culture in that one i wanted to talk about it for a while because yeah. like i just have no one to talk to outside of like my online circle about it yeah oh now we can shout out into the e-void uh here um it's almost the end of the year. Yes. I guess. I don't know. Uh, but Pitchfork It's almost dropped... the end of the decade. Yeah. Pitchfork dropped uh, a fucking list of uh, 200 best albums of the, the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Do we have a cooler name for 2010? Like, what? What are the... 2010s? The two... That sounds so lame. But, so the 2000s are the aughts, right? Is that it? Not. Yes. Is that a word? Not. The aughts. A- no, aughts. Not. It's not. It's... I thought it was aughts. It's the aughts. Oh. It's the aughts. The is one way of referring to the first decade of a century in American English, such as 2000s. Oh, it's every. It's every century. Yeah, this, this one, the 2000s, is the noughties. Like, is, is it, it like really? Aught? Or the is naughty like oddies. It's with A. Like with a is A-U-G-H-T. A? Wait, no, it's no, it's with the disgusting o. looking word. It sounds like you just like ugh. Naughty. This is sorry, I spelled that wrong. No. Hold on, this is what I sound found. Yeah, but so no, I think to answer your question, Fruit, no, I think or was it Fruit who asked? It's just tens. I think you just have to say tens. Oh, and then you are right. The naughties is specifically the two thousand. I know I've been right. Yeah. Um, but the aughts are general for any first decade of a century. Hmm. Okay. But I don't think we have a good name for the 2010s. So the can we come up with one? I feel like we need one. 
the tensies. The tensies. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Were you actually? I love it. I know. Um, it's like y'all are tethers. Yeah, tethers, <laughs> tensies. Um. So you guys wanted to. You guys um had some opinions on this, right? Yeah. So yeah, I wanted to look at. I I've been, I've really liked looking through both of these lists, the 200 best songs of the, the decade and the 200 best albums. Smack a... Oh my gosh, Rico Nasty on this. Yeah, Smack I, a Bitch made it. Smack a Bitch on this? So Smack a Bitch is on the best it's songs. The songs. Oh. I'm gonna cry. Yeah. This is actually beautiful. I'm through the songs super closely, but I went from top down like 200 to one and then like 200. Um, Playboy Cardi. It's... Man. I like that Playboy <laughs> Cardi was there. That was oh, one of the Magnolia ones that I was like, it. oh, I'm Magnolia glad that made, made it. it. But um, I think the thing that struck me immediately seeing this is like, the songs and albums, the ones that like made it to the top and like maybe never having spoken about, I mean, Blonde being number one, we kind of touched on it. And, like how we should talk more about like what we think about blonde being number one Mm -hmm. i think it's really i was surprised to see blonde at number one i was expecting a top 10 um for for blonde from pitchfork in particular i was surprised to see it at number one um i don't know if i would personally put it there but i'm not mad at it at all i've i've also been surprised I've seen a few people, and I think this happens every time somebody puts out a list of anything, is people get mad at it because it's like, why is this here? Or why is this this high? Or why was this included? Why is it my favorite in here? You know, and like that's part of the clickbaity nature of lists is everybody wants to know what made it and what didn't, and then either be happy or mad or whatever. So I've seen, I've actually seen a lot of kind of resentment at this list surprisingly for me but like also not surprisingly but uh i'm not mad at the list i'm there are things i wouldn't do personally but like i think it's a good list i think it's a very and i i'm i'm happy i'm fine with frank ocean hitting number one for pitchfork he also got a number 10 he also got number 10 for (laughs) yeah my take i feel like i was gonna say i think you know because i've also like i already have of course read like some of the reactions to this and stuff because they come out like so lightning fast mm-hmm. but i think well i don't i think pitchfork would get real backlash if they made kanye west's my beautiful dark twisted fantasy their number one just because like he's such a controversial figure and i feel like giving it the number one spot even though i think a lot of people think it deserved the top spot mm-hmm. i think would just be a little bit maybe a little bit too indefensible for Mm. the editors they're like we have to acknowledge that it was really really good but like mvp fan favorite rather than Mm. something that might be like more critically appropriate i'm surprised the thing that surprised me was that to pimp a butterfly didn't take number one i'm surprised it hit four instead of one that's what surprised me because like with the talk around tpab ever since it was released like people have literally consistently called that like the greatest album ever greatest hip-hop album period for sure well all right got number one song all and... right did get number one song yeah 
still got the recognition. Yeah. But... I'm uh, I'm looking through these. I don't know so many of these. Yeah. It's just not even my genre. There's like some yeah. surprising stuff though on the list. Yeah. Like I'm very glad that Mitsuki got number thirty. Like Puberty Two is a really good album. Yeah, but I'm also surprised that Mitsuki got that high. Mm-hmm. I'm also surprised that a lot of the placements of the Beyonce albums. Is Lemonade on here? Lemonade hit 41. Whoa. Interesting. Self-titled, Beyonce, aka self-titled, is what hit like three or whatever. And four is 31. So they think, the like according to Pitchfork, the best Beyonce album of the decade is self-titled, which I think is really interesting. Um, and then Formation, the song, hit four best, like number four for best song. Number four. Yeah. I'm just surprised that I don't see any Blade on here. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> there's still, no, no Lean, right? Is the only Lean no, on the best song? There's no, no Dream Gang. Kyoto? Said no Kyoto? Huh? There's no Dream Nothing. Gang representation. Yeah. None at all. I, I also kind of. I haven't really, I've like glanced through, I've read some of the things about the songs and the albums, but I'm also curious, like maybe I just haven't read enough of the descriptions and stuff. How do you decide the 200 best albums of the decade? Because there were ones for me where it's like, again, I don't really get mad at lists because they're so like, they're lists, like, of course, like you're going to be mad about certain placements, but I, I it, like there were moments where I was scratching my head. I was like, okay, but why? like <laughs> like why I, you know is it is it just pure popularity is it act <laughs> like what do you decide i well, think it's so time. funny how many people at pitchfork love grimes and will continue to yeah it's so grimes <laughs> how is art angels 11 huh <laughs> and oblivion is number two in singles number two that's, true. Yeah. that's so wild I, I read the uh editor editor-in-chief like letter thing and they said it was in like uh like 80 writers i think and like yeah. a bunch of words um but yeah i don't know they i i don't know how they decide that yeah like, that must be so you're just like getting ready for hate like you're arguing in a boardroom with 80 people every <laughs> yeah. day for like a month yeah it just uh, like like so many of these can conf just confuse like not because i was mad i was just confused like Seeing Azealia Banks' 212 hit six on best songs, I was like, really? That is so crazy. Pitchfork thinks that? 80 songs, writers agreed? I love that. Songs, it. though, songs, <laughs> I think they're just, like, supposed to be... And having read it, it's, like, with the songs, it's more like they're representative of, like, that specific time. And, like, maybe it's not the song itself, but, like... Like what the song encapsulated? Yeah, like, Grimes, I think is... Like, I think they're just... they're. They're representing like because like the story behind Oblivion was like being a reaction to like her sexual assault and like mm -hmm. and just like with Me Too and just like hearing women's yeah. stories has just I see. such an important yeah. part of the last few years. Like that's why it's like it's still it's it's a it was that surprised me. That definitely surprised yeah. me. See, that's how I felt when I got to the end of the songs list. Like when I saw "All Right" at number one, I was like, "Oh, all right." Like that, like that makes sense, you know. Like, like I get, like 
I, it wasn't like a conscious thing of like they're clearly talking about politics and yada yada yada. But it just like when I saw it, I was like that just clicked. I was like, oh my god, like a, like yeah, I see that, you know. But no, when I was looking at the albums, I was like, I'm trying to understand what that like because a lot of these feel like you know, purely like almost like the cult following that some of these albums got, especially when you get higher up. But it gets really mm. muddy when I'm like, why is Invasion of Privacy 170, you know, or whatever it is. Like, it's hard to, it's hard to figure out, like, what, how do you rank 200 albums? Like, that sounds really hard. So much work. So I, I, I can't even imagine when they started doing that. Yeah. To see, to like, another thing for me was just like, and not that I'm mad about it. It was just really like, like for example, they put Lana Del Rey's Norman fucking Rockwell at 19. I was thinking about 19. That. Yeah. What is and it? And it just like, like came out this a album, month ago. This album just came out. How is it already number 19? <laughs> I'm not saying it, it shouldn't be there, but I'm saying like literally, how do you figure that out? Because like and I couldn't no figure that out. <laughs> and no plate. Yeah, no, you, you're right. Like, how do you guarantee? It's a lot of the 2019 albums. It's like, how do you guarantee the longevity that all of these other albums have? Like, how can yeah. you even. Like, I don't even think Norman fucking Rockwell is album, period. So it's like the fact that it is one of the best. Yeah. Or best albums, for them to say it's one of the best albums that came out like, in the last the fact 10 that it's years, in the top 20? It came out a month ago. Like, yeah. how do we know that? Like and how much does it. recency play into this? Is my what'd question. you say? I, like how much does recency play into it? You know, because like, I mean, you, recency is like a is an issue, right? Because like mm -hmm. the longer something is out, the more you can see the impact. And I mean, like, I feel like outside of the 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 controversy with Lana Del Rey complaining about the review of her album, I and despite people loving the album, people saying it's like her best album yet. I feel like the conversation died down around it pretty quick. Mm -hmm. You know, like I didn't hear a lot about it. You know, like all. so, like it, and you know, maybe like a year from now it'll get talk again suddenly. You know, I don't know, but it's again like it just came, and we're already kind um, of. Done I listened to one fucking Rockwell just that song multiple mm -hmm. times every day, but that's just me. So maybe it's like a quiet appreciation. Yeah, hmm. I just I, think, yeah, I just don't understand how you hit. Uh, I think it's wild how one of the best songs, no, the best song of the decade, I'm sorry, is rated at number 63 on this list. Bobby Shmurda, Hot Nick. <laughs> yeah, mm hmm. You know what's even more of a crime? What? Number 160. What's that? For the songs? Yeah. So that hold on, we're going home? Um, You can check. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oldie. Oh, yo, 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 yo. Y'all heard that? Odd, uh, oldie by Odd. I just... Guys, take me back. Take me back. Frank's verse on this shit. Like, Rent a supercar for so a day. True. They definitely just <laughs> turned it off before yeah. he even came on. Because that's number yeah. fucking one. Guys, but go to 13. I'm very glad that 13 on the best for songs. songs? Is, yeah. I'm zooming across this list it's right now. It's Chief Keef, baby. Oh, is that I don't like? I don't like. Yeah. That's the shit I don't like. It's some of this stuff. You're like, holy shit, that's old. Like yeah. looking and seeing like EXO tour Exo, life. I'm looking out. at that right now. Yeah, EXO tour life. Yeah. That <laughs> wow. long ago. I was humming and... it yesterday. Mm -hmm. That song deserves it. I feel. That was a cultural moment. For a while too. <laughs> yeah. This write up is really good too. Yeah. Um, 
it, a lot of the write-ups that I read are really good descriptions of the album, like for quick yeah. things. I think they're very. Try me made the list. I'm so sorry. This Press song is so good. Yeah. All my friends. Let a buddy try me. Try me. <laughs> yeah, some of this is just so like like looking at number twelve on the albums, like Rihanna's anti. I understand work. I can I can understand very clear reasons why work would get so high because like it was fucking huge. I couldn't not hear it anywhere. For yeah, but like the, the rest album... of the album, where was it? <laughs> like, what did it do? I think again, again, it's just like representative of like I think it was just. I mean, it's the last thing Rihanna has put out, and I feel like this might just also just be like a bit of like a please put something else out, please. <laughs> and I also I also have difficulty with it because like it's a good album, but. I, I don't know maybe I'm being pretentious about this but like Rihanna like while she did perform all the songs on the album like collaborative effort between a lot of people like I remember reading articles about like the really extensive writing camps for that album and like how it's a various artist album mm -hmm. like SZA wrote Consideration and yeah. she sang and stuff like that yeah. and see it as i've never really seen auntie as being super representative maybe this is controversial but like representative of rihanna like and what she, like her personal style and what she mm -hmm. likes like it kind of felt yeah. like she was handed like a menu and was like you get to pick whatever you want and then turn it into an album that's and that's really what auntie description that's a really good no, people agree with me because like i know that like obviously there are people who have a lot of collaborating artists like i know beyonce doesn't you know handwrite all of her songs but mm -hmm. i feel like she has more is more in the production process yeah she than... like guides it more mm -hmm. I, I don't want to upset ariana stands i do really like her I just, we're, like... we're angering so many demographics today <laughs> first harambe now rihanna <laughs> i just found out there are seven drake songs on this uh top list there are a bunch of the drake albums I take care how do you guys Ohio. feel about this positive Canada representation. On I love this. I love it. Drake ruled the 2010s. Yeah, like, like I, I can't, I can't be mad. I don't like Drake. I can't be mad for hitting this. Like, of course he did. Businessman. Like, and I like how in one of the, I think it was the write up for Take Care, how they're like, it's just a, a chorus of like, there's, there's always new Drake, but like people go back to take care but like there is always new drake like i literally can't <laughs> i remember i went to see i think in first year so like three years ago i think it, yeah it was like the summer after views came out i went to see drake in concert the only stadium tour i've ever been to i'm never doing it ever again but <laughs> i thought that i was gonna have a great time because i thought i knew drake's like discography well i think i probably could sing along to like five of the songs that he played just because he has such a he has so many songs he has yeah. so much music. Yeah. he He's will only... never shut up and he tries to do everything he yeah. really yeah. tries to do everything he tries to do everything yeah. so much. he does too much he does too much i read this feature piece on his vocal coach for like right before take care i had to do it for class i was just bored looking up drake shit Mm -hmm. uh, judgment and um i don't know the way she was like describing him and and just like how he was like i just want to make all the music that i can i was like what this guy's so funny what what the yeah fuck? he's really <laughs> just trying every single style yeah. and i i don't know i like the sing 
I feel like if he didn't do sing rappy stuff a lot, like a lot of people wouldn't even try it. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. He he he'd be yeah, singing on he's a trendsetter. Songs. Trendsetter. I also thought it was interesting. <laughs> how many of the Drake albums made this list? His name is a bunch of them used twenty two times on this page. Yeah, the best album. Yeah. Just control effing it. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. only two albums, I think. It's just uh, if well, you're reading this. On take take care, care if you're reading this. I thought nothing was the yeah, same. Was take on. care if you're reading. No. Oh no! I think one of the well, I think worst behavior is oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> motherfuckers never love that. Yes. Yeah. They, they never, never did. did. <laughs> they never Stop. did. You no, know, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> Something else I thought was interesting is uh, with Kanye, like going back to Kanye, how half of his discography from this decade made it. And it felt like like they were choosing like which one was just the more controversial or talked about one. Because like you have Yeezus, which made so many people mad. And then you had uh, My Beautiful Dark Christmas Fantasy, which like shook so many people. Amazing album. Yeah. But then Yay and Life of Pablo didn't make the cut at all, hmm. which I thought was interesting. I was like, I'm surprised n- not all of Kanye's stuff from this, because it also, just seemed like the type of thing they would do. Watch the what? Throne made it. As well. Watch the Throne made it? I'm not a big yeah, fan. Yeah, that, that really surprised me. I thought yeah. I thought Watch the Throne, I I had one of those songs in my, like, when it, I thought it was, I thought that album cover originally was the soundtrack for the great gatsby movie because i just knew that one of the songs was on the great gatsby soundtrack and so i thought that they had just done the great gatsby soundtrack that is so funny that's really good but like you with yay you have trump kanye and with life of pablo you have all the fucking 90 times you released the album that was fun but but those weren't included. But then Watch the Throne, which I feel like in the grand scheme of everything, like is not that talked about as an album. Oh, no. It's like one or two songs on there. Yeah, the one where they're in Paris. And yeah. who's in that's Paris? Also, that's, that's, that's how I refer to that song, the one where they're in Paris. <laughs> yeah. That's how. I... <laughs> the French song. Wait, I don't know what song you guys are talking about. Yeah, where are you? Uh, uh... in Paris. <laughs> um. Dudes oh, dudes in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. dudes in Paris. Dudes in Paris. Yeah, but overall, the thing, I think the thing that, like, I, like, seeing Blonde up there was cool. Yeah. Seeing oh, so many Beyonce weekend, albums up there was cool. Weekend, yeah, yeah I saw you being yes! very excited about that. That yes! was cool. Um, it's a good album. I've never listened to I... shit. What should, should I listen to that one? Start with modern vampires. Uh, I started with um uh, the other one, Contra. Contra was, yeah, good. Contra, 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 Contra. Sorry, Contra, Contra good, Contra. and then modern vampires, and then you go to the original, like self-titled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, self- yeah, self-titled is good. I don't, I don't. Someone, yeah, no, like I think did they all make it? Did self-titled make it? I couldn't. I don't think no, self-titled. I, th- I think from Vampire Weekend, that was Contra the only made one. It. Contra, Contra made, made it. it. Yeah, Contra, Contra made it, and then modern vampires. Yeah, those were the two. But my favorite is Contra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Hannah Hunt oh, being so high up in the top songs too. Yeah, Hannah Hunt was—I think it was in at least the top twenty. I don't remember, yeah. but I just that one was sort of like, and seeing like AM being one of the stuff that was like so big on Tumblr, and I just mm-hmm. thought my little fifteen-year-old brain was like, oh, like I love being part of underground. Oh. <laughs> 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 
it's, it's like, but it's like, Nina, some of these writers definitely came up on Tumblr. Oh so, my god! You guys look at number I twenty. Was... Sorry. For songs. For songs. Midnight City. Midnight City. Oh yeah, that's one of those songs. <laughs> and also, uh, Jay Paul. Literally one of those. Yeah. BTS. Yeah. 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 But that's that's different though. Yeah. That's where's, different. Where's RM? Where's Rap Monster? <laughs> where's Jungkook? Where's BTS? Did, did, it K-pop, did anything K-pop make this? No. I don't think it did, no. That's interesting. BTS to you. I feel like that's something that's missing then. Because like that is a huge part. Like, okay, like I know we're jo- we're making jokes, but like that feels like a legitimate thing they would need to include for mm-hmm. representative of this decade. Because K-pop made it huge this decade. Mm-hmm. They had a little bit of Latin representation or like just Spanish speaking Rosalia. Rosalia, yeah. yeah they had rosalia who isn't latin because i think her she's literally spain spanish she but speaks spanish spanish yeah but um like having like that type of representation is important in there too like how global music made a yeah. big hit so it's decade. like it's sort of like this is just the biggest albums of like America. the northwestern hemisphere like it's not mm-hmm. it's a very america-centric yeah yeah it's like thing- Generally, well, impressive. my thing is, I feel like K-pop still should have made it though. Yeah, because America fucking loves K-pop. Like BTS or like a yeah. like a Twice album. They performed something. at Billboard. Like yeah. they, there's no way. Blackpink. You know. Oh, a Blackpink album. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it doesn't surprise me that like say Grime didn't make it because like I don't think UK UK. I think made it. Shut down. Yeah. It was yeah. shut down. So. There was also a Stormzy song. Stormzy was Stormzy pretty, but it was pretty high up in the two hundreds yeah, of the well, songs. Yeah, it's, yeah, year, it's the second one. <laughs> next decade, RM will be at the top. Shut up. Pop two. <laughs> made it. Pop two made forty. That's so interesting. No little Tekka <laughs> on this one. Interesting. Oh, I'm I also so happy. No ransom. I'm so happy Solange is a seat at the table. Hit six. Yeah. That no is really on that makes me really no, <laughs> no 88 Rising. No 88 Rising. No, no Joker soundtrack. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah. Pitchfork's lacking. Yeah. I feel like so if no it, okay if for <laughs> for y'all, my, I I have a question of like. I guess this is like obviously at some point like we're gonna be doing year endless. We did year endless last year. And we'll probably end up doing a decade list this year. Yeah. So, um, what what do y'all do? Like, when y'all are trying to come up with lists, how do y'all qualify or quantify your lists? Like, whether it be for the decade or for the year, is it just what you personally love? Does it have to have some kind of cultural impact? Does it have to feel relevant? Like, how do you decide that stuff? Well, I think I it's used different to... if it's a decade than if it's a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to be like, okay, this is like the best technical execution. This is the best like cultural significance thing. But I started to have more fun listening. Yeah. And not that that's not fun, but I I've started to make my list for me mm-hmm. more now, and like what I personally enjoyed, even though they're not they're like not necessarily the best or whatever. I feel like I'm the inverse of that. Like I feel like so much I've been I've written about like just personally. But I think now and moving forward, I want to do more kind of just like what I think hit people more because mm-hmm. I feel like I they're both valuable in different ways. But it's it's I think it's, you got to do both. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You have to find like that balance. I think my if I had to like percentage it, it'd be like 80 percent personal, 20 percent like 
cultural and, and that's a good ratio every everything else just yeah. sort of i've i've come to like my own understanding that i'm not really the authority on anything mm-hmm. um so i fe- i but so i feel like for me of like that other people have wrote about the top 200 if you look at like the top the top five albums like how many how many of those albums were by people of color like i can't really speak mm-hmm. on that so i can yeah, only just fair. talk about what i like that's fair so that's you, what i you, do you may have heard me gasp just now i'm just very excited to have seen tanache is on this list uh, mm-hmm. Tanache, if you're out there, if you're listening to this podcast, I love you. I know that you're not sad <laughs> on the inside, and I would never walk Stop, up to you that shit was... and approach you like that and just disrespect you. So, Tanache, you got a fan in me always. You know what's surprising? Um, Old Town Road is not on the best song list. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Yeah, like, that's... I think the metric of like it having cultural significance it as much, but that's just... I feel like it's just Wait, so not, culturally significant, not, you just have to throw it on. He's not on the best songs list, and I think that's where he'd fit more. Like, I yeah, don't think yeah. that his album was, was, he or his album was that great. <laughs> he didn't make the album. He, he didn't make either. He, he didn't, didn't make, make either of the lists, yeah. That's odd. I feel like Old Town Road would have, should have made it. I don't it. think the album one is that odd. The I think song, the singles the song, one is pretty yeah. odd. Yeah, the song yeah. should have made it, for sure. Good Up is like... on here, so that definitely should have made it on here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I didn't like listen that. to It's like, well, if this made it... Surely I've this should have I've never listened to Boot Up. I told myself I was going to listen to that song for two weeks straight, and I didn't do it. I wanted to do a social experiment, but I was the experiment. And then you did Lotus Plaza instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got Kendrick Lamar at number one, but they don't have Silento. Like, <laughs> come on. Yo, pay respect to my man. He's whip out here. saved my life. Watch me Yo, whip. saved their life. Whip, watch me Literally, whip. He brought a girl out of a coma. Yeah, can yeah. Kendrick say that? Want to talk no. about that? Kendrick can't say that. I don't know. Actually, Kendrick might. I can't speak for the guy, but probably okay. not, right? I have one more thing to say that I noticed. Yes. That I wrote down earlier. This similar to how we were saying that we were kind of surprised that Blonde, because it seems like a real obvious or you know fan favorite choice. I see like with a lot of other albums, like with like Mac DeMarco's Two and with like Frankie Cosmo's Zentropy and stuff like that. Like I feel like they actually really accurately picked out albums that were like really influential to other people. And I feel like maybe we see it as being like kind of corny and overdone, but like sourced like these are the albums that were influential because then a bunch of other people made albums mm-hmm. that we think are good, but that are like rip-offs of these other albums that were like pretty groundbreaking at the time, but now it's mm-hmm. just like it's become a joke. Like what albums uh do you think fall into that category? Like I said, like with like they had Mac DeMarco's first like full length album too, and like someone snicker, or maybe that was just someone moving. But it's like We've seen so many Mac DeMarco ripoffs and like mm-hmm. stuff like that in the years following that it's like someone actually had to do it in order. It's like this is a horrible way to put it, probably, but it's like you know how you read like Shakespeare plays and you're like, oh, these storylines are so overdone. And, then you and it's watch like it's because the person <laughs> after that is just like it's an evolution of that one thing so it's like it's like that is the source for this storyline mm-hmm. this genre this type of music yeah and then does their own 
It's kind of like how of someone had to tweet the tweet first for Lotus Plaza to steal. Exactly. Someone had comparison. to steal the tweet. I yeah. love that thread and how those two different concepts have been attached. Wow. <laughs> that is real. That is real as fuck. Um, I also think it's wild how this list is literally going to make me listen to Vampire Weekend again. <laughs> I'm going to listen to a lot of these that I just missed. Yeah, I want to revisit a lot of these albums because it's the end of the decade. Oh, that's so weird. That's so crazy. Oh my gosh, it's the end of Guys, the decade. how do we feel? Um, Malia made a very great Broken. site, I think, before the call or like the, the pod started. Um, I think she said, I'm going to paraphrase. Um, this whole decade was half of our lives. Um, yeah. So our perspective on this is very interesting. Um, it, it just feels very weird to age and to have like half of my life. Some of our most formative life. years as young people mm-hmm. like happened in this decade. And it makes me think that like 30 years down the line, which of these things am I going to remember more? Like which of yeah. these is going to have like that impact on me? Mm-hmm. Um, Shit. Yeah, I hope Silent I hope though. they figure out. <laughs> I want them to. I want them to cryo free, figure out how to cryo freeze us, and then you know wake us up in 2099 and be like, "All right, I want to hear your best of the century." And then we can. And if you still say, and if you still say Blade in 2099, <laughs> then Blade. I will believe you. Then I will believe. You. Is there a best? Of the I century? will be saying Blade in 2099. I know it. Drain gang till Drain I gang. die. Oh be nice gosh. to me till I die. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Honestly, Talk to me nice. beautiful, beautiful list. It's the end of the decade. It's also the end of this podcast. Yeah. Um, thank you. I love guys. how we're talking about the end of the decade, even though Pitchfork released this like three months a little early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kind of like screwed the pooch there. We're gonna we're gonna hit y'all with that closer to the actual end of the decade. Yeah. Uh, we'll have a bunch of content there uh, so stay tuned if you like to hear us talk about this uh right now um again twig is our fireside chat with all of our editors we talk about everything i feel like we talk a lot about um just social media too like twitter yeah. and instagram a lot um and i love that because uh, i don't know i feel like it's, it's hard time. yeah it's sometimes it's hard to like talk about those things seriously but uh, i'm glad we can talk about it here uh i'm funky as y'all know, at Funky McFly on Twitter, uh, joined by the gang, um, Farouk. Hi, you can find me on Twitter at Farouk Canute underscore F A R O U K K A N N O U T. For everything else, take away the underscore. Blessed Malia. Uh, on Twitter, I am at underscore Hey Lame H E Y L A M E. Kind of like my name backwards, but not. Very baller. Uh, Daniel, very. I'm very dot baller on Instagram. If you want to follow me, oh. I'm gonna get into vlogging soon. Thanks. Whoa. Love that. Follow the pug account on Instagram, also. Oh yeah, pugmag.com. Pugmag.com. Pug after this, because I want we want to plug the something very important that came out in September. Yes. Oh, true. Yes. Um, Daniel. <sighs> I hate this part of the podcast. <laughs> I hate it here. Oh, you can see find it. me on Twitter at Nwinyol. I'm not telling you how to spell that, but I'm on there at <laughs> You Nguyen. should know by now. Yeah. You should know. You really should. Uh, or you and... can just go back into the old episodes and figure it out. Mm-hmm. And Max. 
before I say what my ad is, I just want to say that I'm really proud of my um my queen or not my queens, my my favorite partnership, my favorite couple, both making it onto the um top songs of the 2010s. Do you guys know who? That is? <laughs> no. I, I expect. Oh wait, I have an idea. I have an idea. I have an idea. They're both British. Okay. Uh, Skepta and Stormzy. And what? And Stormzy? Are they dating? I thought it was gonna be Iggy and Playboy Cardi. Skepta and Adele. Skepta and Adele. Oh crazy. my fucking god! Oh my god! <laughs> Iggy and Cardi are both on this shit. What the? Wow. Is, is Fancy on here? I don't know. No. I didn't check. No. Iggy didn't make either. Good. Yeah, Iggy's not on either. Okay. But anyway, yeah, Skepta and Adele are both on this. My ad is at Betatite on Twitter if you want to find me there. Yeah, this is a podcast under Play Underground, our bigger zine thing, uh, where we do a bunch of shit. And most recently, we put out a digest for September. Yeah! Yes! Bop, 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 bop. So sick. We talked about um, walking simulators and everything that vaguely has to do with that. <laughs> movies and comics as well it's it's a really really good read it's so beautiful shout out to everyone who worked on that everyone here um vivi uh, gary david sage everyone cal, cal. oh my the gosh game. cal snap with the art cal snaps mm-hmm. yeah, every time every yeah. single time it's 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 crisp it's crispy um yeah that's available to patrons we've also posted we're going to be posting a couple articles we posted one um from today yeah from vivi um yeah so mm-hmm. check it check it out on patreon if you want to get a little sneak peek uh you can you can do that as well we have the articles and then yeah if you if you're interested in, in reading those monthly it's like five bucks uh and you get a whole flipping e-magazine how what is better than that nothing follow the play underground instagram i'm having a lot of fun on there it's so hugmac.com I'm gonna start vlogging on there soon. Yeah. Fuck so. you. I think. Whoa. Why don't we? <laughs> I think we should all vlog on there. Yeah, I, I was. We we've been over this. Malia, if you go, if you go live and from your Instagram, can I join from Pug? Please, yeah. Let's review. We should. Uh, we'll figure this out later. It'll be a surprise <laughs> okay. for our viewers. Oh yes, thank that's that, that's great. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, we love you, gamers. Uh, we don't love the sweaty ones. Please take a fucking shower. Um, special thanks to B for our cover art and Tim Fallen, King, the intro tune from Block, <laughs> and Stinkbug, our guy Joe, uh, for the outro tune. And as always, smell you later, gamers. <laughs> Fuck no, baby. Drinker. I have no idea what to say. Lost in game.